0: hey super friends my name is neil my name is martin and we are the hosts of the get your comic Con podcast we are here fortnightly ish to bring you a slice of film tv comic book and pop culture goodness from our studio to your speakers you can pick up our podcast on all major platforms or head to our website www.getyourcomicon.co.uk for more
1: Welcome to the show where we take on a nostalgic trip through an entire series, one season at a time, and consider them through a modern lens. I'm one of your hosts Jack, alongside my international friend and co-host Tony Farina. This is TV Admired when it first aired, and this is the podcast where we assess whether it stands the test of time. Some series hit immediately and acquire legions of fans overnight. Some series are criminally underseen, but establish a cult following. There's no discernible pattern to how this happens, and in an And in an alternative parallel dimension, the outcome will be reversed. Here, in our recognizable universe, Fringe was a mid-level success with a devoted fan following that aired for five seasons and 100 episodes. It's smart, heartfelt, and dynamic. It's the best show you've never seen. Observe this truth as we take you on a journey through Fringe.
0: Hello. Let's journey through Fringe. We're here, finally. It took us the longest break to get to the shortest season. Here (laughs) we are.
1: It felt like a long time actually now, in between. Yeah,
0: we went through. Listen, what happens is sometimes you get stuck stuck in a time loop, mm. and that's just what happened for us. Summer. But luckily, my white
1: loop. tulip arrived in the post today, and now is the time.
0: Now is the time. That's how you knew today. You opened the mail. There it was. It's totally it, even through the strike and all. You got it. I got it. That's how magical it is. Yeah. Our friend Paul, <laughs> you know, is a postal worker, and uh, yes, the things are bad, um, but he managed to get you the white tulip. So that's all that matters.
1: Special delivery from Paul
0: that's uh, wouldn't that be cool if one day you're just like there's a viking at my door I'm yeah like, oh, that would <laughs> be amazing. amazing yeah it would be i think you're uh, not in his route though i don't believe. i that.
1: imagine we're way outside the route. yeah
0: yeah yeah well anyway this is it so here we are um now i'll be frank and say season five I watched it immediately. Like as soon as you Matt mm-hmm. and I were done, I like watched this the next 3 days. I just watched all of season 5 in 3 days. And I and I so then I just let it, and honestly at first I was like, "Oh, it's going to be a detriment and I have to watch it all again." But I've sat with it and I've kept it to myself. We've not talked too much about it because no. um wanted to save it for this and for next week when we meet with your sister and we um and we we break down the whole series Mm. but um i have thoughts on that too but i just i i I actually think it was really good for me because to come at it with a bit of this kind of cloudy memory Mm -hmm. um because if we had recorded right away i think my feelings would have been a little bit different and um i just think that uh season five um At first, I wasn't sure what I was going to get out of it. I mean, I knew it was ending and I've heard everything and you and Matt talked about it and you and Neil talked about it. So I felt like I had great expectations. Mm -hmm. Um, And then. um, And I think it lived up to them, but I think I needed this space. To
1: process uh, it and to see whether you felt like it truly did deliver yeah. in that way yeah. so
0: i'm curious so the opposite is true so for you and m you didn't watch it right away you went on holiday and did other things so how did it work for her not getting to it right away whereas like as soon as we were done with four i was on five where mm. she had to wait so i'm just curious because we came at that you guys took almost a month off and i took no time off <laughs> yeah. all. so i'm just curious how it hit in, in your house
1: i think we did end up watching probably about half a dozen episodes before we went away because mm. she she just didn't want to wait right i was sort of right. saying like we shall we just wait and crash it but no she wanted to get going so i think we watched up to a point where it felt there like was a natural pause and i can't remember now whether that was after episode four and what happens with etta or whether it was a couple mm. further on i think it might have been post peter entering the matrix where we stopped and it felt like right, kind of here there's maybe four left i think from that point that would so have think, been it yeah humankind. i think we got to about there yeah, yeah. and then we mm-hmm. sort of thought let's stop here Had a few days before we went away and we weren't going to get it all in in time with other things we had arranged so then we stopped and watched the. Uh... but the last two are like a kind of mirroring the pilot they're kind of like one episode aren't they anyway like a double
0: part they came out party, on the anyway. same day and everything
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah there was a big break in the middle but obviously we we're on holiday so we weren't really thinking about it
0: I disagree. You were thinking about it
1: uh, or not really. No, I'll be honest. Not really. Wow. Not when I was laying on a beach or by a pool in the sun and just having a great time. No, it was, it was gone from my mind. But then it was straight back on it when we got home and it was there in front of us.
0: Yeah. Nice. That's good. That's amazing. OK, cool. Well, yeah. So for me, it was it was really. Um, obviously, it changed the way I looked back on that one episode that I didn't care mm. for in season four. Um, which was obvious. I mean, you're not going to do that without it mattering. And so it obviously mattered, but um, you know, I still, I understand this is the show they were allowed to get. So for those people who have this brief summary, if you need a brief Mm. reminder of season five, season five is only 13 episodes the the deal was, we'll bring you back for one final season, but we're going to have to cut the budget, which means we're only going to have four series regulars. um, And uh, Nina and Broyles are going to just become guest stars and what's his face who never Logan what's his name Lincoln Lee. Lincoln Lee that guy <laughs> god I've already blocked his name out they're just going to be guest stars we're going to have the four regulars and everybody else will guest will pop in and out Um, with the idea being it's a way to save money Uh we're going to go back to Root. So it takes place in the alternate 2036 that we witnessed in episode 19 of season four. And this um, is a transit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so this is where we live now. Mm-hmm. Um, literally trapped in amber. What a setup there. Um, from, you know, you create this amber so that yeah, you yeah, that this whole series up, this conclusion up. So the plot is essentially our four leads um, wake up in the future. They've been saved by um, which is not much of a reveal to me. I'm, you know, the big, the big surprise that that's their daughter. I mean, that wasn't a shock, no. right at all. Yeah. Um, uh, they, she comes in and she saves them, and um, the four of them, and they've got to try to stop the world that has been taken over by the observers.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not a surprise because they cast her so bloody well. She's a literal God. mix of Anatole and Joshua Jackson. Yeah, but, yeah, Um She has his eyes, but like Anatole's kind of
0: everything shape
1: and stature and hair hair. absolutely yeah but obviously they do reveal that don't they? at the end of letters of transit they reveal that at the end of that yeah yeah. right so i mean again it wasn't
0: much of a surprise of what was happening yeah right
1: so then season five kind of that that's almost a backdoor pilot isn't it like season five kind of picks up from the end of that
0: episode absolutely yeah yeah but you don't really know that the observers were in control of how they how they how they got in control like in that No, that's true. You just know that you don't you you don't you know the what, but you don't know the how.
1: Yes, that's quite true. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, and obviously they get recoined the invaders here, don't they? In this season, they're not the observers anymore. Obviously, because they're not observing anything, they are actually yeah, yeah, invading and taking over. And we come to learn that that was been the plan all along. And our original twelve observers were not aware of the reason why they were observing. They were going through time, weren't they, in order to find the right period in time for the invaders to come back to. And that's why they've picked this era here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so here we are. So it is, Mm. it is both a setup. It was both planned and also seems like, okay, Um, both things are true. Cause it's funny. They had to save money. Mm. And so they went out of their way to make a whole new universe. And I know (laughs) a lot of this show takes place inside the lab. So it's, it's very claustrophobic. So that's okay. But it's like, well, if you're trying to save money, maybe don't. You've already moved to Vancouver. You've done everything you can do. But also, yeah, I mean, I guess the costumes were cheap.
1: I guess so. But I mean, you know, one of the things to talk about is definitely kind of the dystopian future chic that they all have. Yeah. Like they all look very stylish for a world where, you know, it's gone to shit and that there's no money and they're in hiding. And they, they do a bit of griminess in terms of dirt. But I mean, the clothes they've managed to find that fit them in this world fit them very well peter and olivia
0: particularly very well as we've discussed everybody's very very good looking it's very they could all be in zoolander 3 without (laughs) a doubt um yes they're a bunch of handsome people there's there's of that there is little doubt no i mean yeah and the
1: lab stuff is a little bit it's one of the niggles it's one of the nitpicks i do have with the season and as you say it's not their fault they're completely limited by their budget but in the first episode of this season they set up this kind of quest narrative don't they yeah where they find the first tape, and it's like, right, now we're going to have to go on this adventure. And I'd forgotten, actually, between the last time I watched it and this time, what that entirely entailed. And then when I remembered, oh, yeah, it means they're just cutting through the amber to find other tapes, I was really disappointed because the way they set up that end of the episode is almost as if they're going to have to go all around Boston and all around the eastern seaboard to find all these, which they kind of do to find the elements that are within the tapes. But the tapes were all just in one location in Amber. That I, I think that's that was a misstep. I do think.
0: Yeah, it was almost it was almost like a way to refrigerate um, Astrid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, we, we need to leave some, the smartest person in charge. So, Astrid, and you know, when you say smartest with these people, the most responsible person in charge, mm. Astrid is kind of left. It's a way to just limit her exposure. And again, I would have been pissed if they didn't keep Astrid till the end. Oh yeah, absolutely. you know I think what I by mean. At this
1: point, she was way too big of a fan favorite that they, they had to. She's too, still but. my
0: favorite. Sure, I can totally understand why. I just yeah. love that character, and so I I, I would have been bugged. Um, so I'm glad they didn't do that. And I like Broyles, and I like and Nina's just always Nina. But I think Broyles sure. was great. Lance Reddick, Lance Hedric was amazing. Um, but I think yeah, yeah, I think I, I'm really glad they got to keep um, keep Astrid that was important but it was she was definitely you know not sidelined she's in every episode and she is mm. vital to the success but oh we, we was, need to
1: talk about that she absolutely is without,
0: yeah. it, without a doubt but it's also like oh because i think when we get to the 2022 lens you mm. have mostly positive things to say about the show so i'm assuming we'll talk about the asteroid stuff then right i mean i or however you'd like it to go as we discuss the shows. But I think yeah. I'm a big, big fan of Astrid. Um. So anyway, so yeah, I, I get what you're saying. And so th- it's funny though, as I was saying to you offline today, it's going to, I'm going to struggle to pick least favorite and worst. And I've got mm-hmm. one, but it's like, this is such an even season. And it's also a little bit of a struggle to pick favorite and best only because it's such an even season. Mm. Now there are a couple of niggles, as you said, so we'll, we'll get into them. Um, as we go, but I do think it's a, um, you know, it's, it's pretty interesting uh, way to do it. So before we jump right in, um, mm-hmm. of course, we always try to talk about um, new characters. So of course, Henrietta is the new character who we met last yeah. season, who now becomes a regular-ish, even whether or not in name or face. And then some of the invaders mm-hmm. make some appearances. So what do you make of her um, what's her name, Georgiana Haig and um, the other observers slash invaders as kind of new, they're not mm. regulars because they pop in and out of episodes, but what do you make of the new additions for season five?
1: I like her just fine. And I think she's the better end of the Lincoln-Lee scale. I think she could have gone that direction. Mm. But how they use her sparingly, which I think was wise, and they use her ultimately as a plot device which I know is, isn't necessarily...
0: She gets fridge.
1: She <laughs> again, we will yeah. discuss
0: in the twenty twenty one.
1: And I think Rhea's going to have some really interesting things to say about her as a character and also about... I, I really want to hear her talk next week. So, Rhea, you know, we'll be catching up offline if you don't hear this before you come on. Yeah. Um, about the arc of Olivia's character. I think we'll probably have some stuff to say today, but I would really like to hear what her thoughts on that because I know she's a massive fan of this and we know she's a massive fan of... Olivia as a character and Anna Torv as an actress, I think there's some commentary to be made there, which which her viewpoint would be interesting to hear. Yeah, I I I I like her. I think she's good. I think, obviously, we just discussed she was a perfect casting in terms of her looks. Is she the best actor on the show? No, but then who is she up against? She's up against, you know, Anna Torv. She's up against Joshua Jackson. She's up against John Noble. She's up against some of the best acting, in my opinion, particularly from John Noble and Anna Torv. Pretty much ever in tv yeah you know everybody's good but those two particularly i think they're really are special especially
0: since this they're doing all this in not their normal speaking voice i always am fascinated yeah. when you do i mean accents are accents but they're doing like serious hardcore action scenes and drama like mm. emotive drama in not their normal speaking voice. And this really, you if you didn't know they weren't American, you wouldn't know. So they're doing yeah. extra work on top of it, on top of the amazing acting work. So yeah, it's just hard. It's hard to say like, oh, everybody else is, I mean, and, and again, our other two leads are excellent. Mm. But yeah, yeah. What yeah. are you going to do? Yeah.
1: What did you think of her?
0: Same. I thought she was um, an excellent plot device. I thought, um, I don't, you know, I'm not a big fan of using women as plot devices, but at least she didn't get knocked up. No,
1: but that's interesting. <laughs> what I think we needs to talk about because Olivia did. I know. So uh, it's, I just get, and I know that's a bugbear of That's why I'm going to be really interested in what she has to say about that next.
0: Yeah,
1: or next week for us. But
0: next yeah. whenever
1: the show comes. Yeah, up, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I you know, I it's she's fine. She she. I've not seen her in anything else that no. I know of, and she's okay. She she does what she's supposed to do. Again, she just won the cast. I mean, she walked in, and they were like, uh, "It's got to be her."
1: Yeah, sure, yeah.
0: You know, it's kind of like the girl, the woman. She was a girl at the time who who got cast to play Ginny Weasley in the Harry Potter's movies. It was her older brother who was like, mm-hmm. um, "You are Ginny Weasley. You're this person." She wasn't going to do it, and and it was like they met her, and they were like, "Oh." Mm. So done you know it's like sometimes you just you find the right person at the right mm-hmm. time yeah, I yeah. Think she just i assume the casting director just saw i'm sure she went out for it i'm sure there were other women trying out for this role mm. but once she walked in unless she couldn't read i don't know how she couldn't have been cast sure yeah I mean, <laughs> It's just crazy
1: there's just some people you can't see any other way like uh, only murders in the building season two is just finished i've introduced a new character in that called lucy and you see a younger version of her in the first episode she's in, and it's astonishing how they found these. And I thought, well, they must just be sisters. They must be, but they're not related at all. And that's it, crazy. It's an amazing, you know, these casting directors really, sometimes they're worth their weight in gold, how oh. they can find these people, A, that look right, but B, sometimes, as you just said, you know, in terms of acting ability, yeah. that, that's so important too, that they either get the role immediately or they grow into the role in order yeah. to, to be to be right for it i think that's a, yeah. jenny weasley is a great case of that obviously first film jenny has one line but it's a line delivered by a small child who could be right. a robot right but right. by the end of the saga she's really she's good. very
0: important she's my favorite weasley in the books you know sure. and i know megan hates her and i know that's a that's a point of contention for us but uh she's my favorite <laughs> weasley it's just what it is yeah she you're right and it's and there's a show we watch called Blackish, where we always mm-hmm. say, "Man, whoever the casting director was, because the kids you hired four children. One of them was, you know, two teenagers and two children, children to play the twins, and they the twins become like the anchor, the emotional anchor point mm-hmm. through the entire series. And these actors are amazing. They they are funny. They can actually cry, which is always which is always tough. So I agree. I think mm-hmm. they did a great job. And the girl, the little girl, they pick as the young. Mm-hmm um henrietta is also very good um so i i agree it's it mm. is an art form those cast oh, directors absolutely
1: uh, yeah yeah good. yeah
0: and you do I mean, it wrong you should get fired
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah Um, and there's plenty of examples of that too but that's it that's a conversation for another day
0: yeah yeah for sure so and i think that the i think they did a nice job too with the invaders yeah. because we we have a sense of who these guys are um and so i think found it really fascinating and I'll be interested to know what, what, and this maybe will just be, this is a bigger conversation I have for the wrap up show is that they are all dudes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, and I want to have that conversation next week when we, when we talk about the series wrap up about why that is. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously I have some takes. I'm sure Rhea has some takes. I'm sure, sure you have some takes. And I think it's, it's, it's one of those things that is on the nose it's like, so it's as we always talk about text versus subtext. It, but I almost wonder if they're like, look, we're going to make this so obvious that people are going to yeah. miss it. So they're not
1: just men, are they? They're a very particular type of man.
0: Correct. So it'll hmm. be fun to discuss when we get sure. there. Next. So I think this was good. Um,
1: and Winmark is, you know, again, he's cast and He fits that role uh, perfectly because he looks like we're used to an observer looking, but he manages to express kind of repressed rage fantastically
0: oh it is really good because you don't expect that from the observers because they're mm. so emotionless and that's mm. and in the earlier seasons when you see them enact emotion you're like oh that's weird you know what mm. september does that's or when august whole storyline that whole mm. you're like what and they're all so i i really um but again it was well written so that it was set up for this mm-hmm. um we'll talk as we get to the end whether or not i think they're the big reveal in this works or not we'll discuss before before this show is over um but so observers young and old all all arrive and um Mm. wackiness ensues so um well that's so that's it those are really the only new characters worth other side characters one of them shows up in my least favorite we'll talk we'll get there okay Mm -hmm. um
1: there's a new wasn't there who's like the resistance leader He's he's a fairly recurring character as from well.
0: From the from the yeah, and he was on the um, he was in the episode nineteen last season too, right?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and was he was he a JJ favorite? I've not seen him. No, no, anything. no. Okay, solely fair. Yeah, and uh, Lincoln Lee, mm, he shows up once too. He does, and that's just fine, I suppose. I have thoughts on that too. We'll get there. We've got we've yeah. got thoughts. Okay, so uh, favorite and best. Mm. That's, that's where we begin um, I, I I hate to say it And we always say that this is bullshit to do But I don't I don't know how it's just not the last episode
1: So it, is the last episode your favorite And your best?
0: Yeah, I think so
1: Okay, so should we get to that afterwards? Okay Because it's my best, Okay, it's not my favorite Please, okay So my favorite is episode 6 Through the looking Glass And what Walter found there which is when Walter goes off to the pocket dimension that he and Donald, a.k.a. September, Mm -hmm. created. It's just that kind of episode that I think Fringe really excels at. When it has these... It's back to the Myth Alone episode, to be honest. It's a standalone episode that ties into the wider myth. And some of the stuff it does in this episode is just really fun, but actually has depth when you think about it later on because they bring in the um Cecil character who's trapped there
0: that was very clever
1: it's revealed that he was robbing the hotel wasn't it when it was bombed Mm -hmm. and so he accidentally got knocked into the pocket universe because you can only get to the universe by passing through in an an exact motion and I love that scene the dance scene is
0: amazing I loved it Yeah, in an empty room
1: doing a little dance to get to get into the noble again give
0: him awards what is wrong with people
1: I know. So they bring him in and it's kind of a throwaway character and Walter's dismissing him and he's being rude to him and he's like you you know, you know, don't matter. Because Walter he, at
0: this point is is old Walter and new Walter are fighting still yeah, at this stage. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yes, he's sort of merging into his former self, isn't he? Because he had his bits of his brain put yeah. back in. But ultimately he comes to like w- want to help Cecil and help him get out once Peter and Livia enter the dimension as well and they're all working together. And then Cecil just gets uh, arbitrarily killed off. He gets redshirted yeah, absolutely does. Yeah, yeah, that's the right phrase. Yeah, and and Walter is just like, oh well, let's go. Yeah. And so after he comes to think about it, and then then the weight comes in. It's really well written that he starts to think like, no, that's not who I am. I, I care that Cecil's died, and it's important. And now we've got, I've got another reason to complete this mission because this poor man in this pocket universe that I set up, not that I accidentally broke and created, and so again, it ties into the wider overarching story of Walter feeling responsible for everything that's been going on in this show this is a pocket universe version of that at the same time i think it's really clever it's the best episode of the season for me for peter with his neo powers Mm. his matrix powers i think this is one where it works best i quickly get bored of that after this oh yeah it
0: went on one episode too long
1: which everybody does which is why even though you say that i still think they kind of wrap it up a bit too easily. I agree it went on too long but the way they wrap it up is a bit too quick It doesn't work.
0: Yeah. It's like, no. clink! Oh, what? You they that you could do that, you could do that wait, corner. I know. <laughs> we we yeah. have a longer conversation about that you could just do that and mm. not collapse and die.
1: And it's great inside the little pocket universe, isn't it? It's like a little yeah. I mean, obviously everywhere on the internet they call it like an M.C. Escher painting, which I get. For me, yeah, yeah. it's like David Bowie in Labyrinth.
0: Without all of without seeing everybody's junk.
1: Yeah, which I know, Labyrinth is inspired by Asher, but you know, my, my, <laughs> I go to Labyrinth before I
0: go to Asher. Sure, sure, and you don't. And seeing David Bowie's joke through the tights. Wow, well,
1: I mean, you know, it
0: makes men of all us. I know you're like, okay, David, I understand why you yeah. chose to wear those pants. Um, we just have to get over how creepy Labyrinth is. It is one of it is such a great movie, but you're also like Jennifer Connelly was really 15 when they made that.
1: Sure, but you know, I think I <laughs> think. <laughs> they knew i think i think they knew didn't they
0: i think they did yeah And david knew he yeah, knew what absolutely. he was doing i mean yeah, he was yeah. not really picking up jennifer conley but it's hard like because when you're a young man like i was when oh came yeah for the first time oh boy and then as an adult it's hard to look back and like young jennifer conley and young diane sure. lane because they were important to me as yeah, a young it's man it's
1: like Natalie portman like well, not for me, she's, now a lot, is, she's a
0: lot younger, yeah, yeah but
1: she yeah. literally, I think we're literally the same age, That's so like, true. she's yeah, the yeah. one I've grown up with,
0: right. right? Alyssa Milano for me,
1: sure, okay, right. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And so, you look back, on, yeah, you look back on that, and you're like, oh, mm. right, you're 15 here, I can't look at you there. But when I sure. was that age looking at you in Labyrinth, that there's was
1: that like, residual, like. Yeah. remembering feeling because yeah, you feel I like
0: david bowie a little bit <laughs> you're like oh gross i don't want to feel that way but he knows yeah. what he's doing anyway yes i agree there's definitely a labyrinthian feel the the magic way that you get into it mm. even into this pocket dimension i do like it because i do agree i think it shows a, an excellent um the 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 stuff that Walter's going through is on full display in this episode. Mm-hmm. And this is when you, because he's, you know, throughout this episode, throughout the season, every t- he's trying to convince Nina to pull his brain back out and he's trying mm-hmm. to do this stuff because he doesn't want to lose himself. And Peter thinks he can save him, but then Peter loses himself. Peter's yeah. become, and so there is this excellent, that is the one thing I'll give about the Peter becoming an observer, Observer Peter, mm-hmm. is that we're seeing what Walter could be like yes. how Walter sees himself, too. Walter sees himself as Peter, Observer Peter, Neo-Peter. Um, But he's never that. And this episode is very explicitly showing us that Walter is never that far gone. So so the, the Neo-Peter works because it's a great plot device. It overstays its welcome by one episode. I agree. They mm-hmm. solved the problem way too easily. <laughs> Clink. Oh, everything's fine. Wait, but when you took that out of the other guy's brain, he died. Yeah, quite. I guess- what? Like you also like you talking
1: about hand baby science. It has been in him for longer, so it was embedded more. I don't know, but yeah. Sure,
0: he grew up with it. Right, exactly, right. It's back to the future science. The reason back yeah. to the future works because we don't explain it. To, don't think about it too hard.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so I think it, I
1: it just has little nice touches as well, like with the videotape. So we've been watching these videotapes and then the tape goes blank and they can't work it out and they think it's broken. But then when they take the videotape ah, into a so pocket clever. dimension, then the tape works. Like it's great. It's such a fun little moment. and yeah. Uh, that's when fringe for me is at its best it's really thought these things out and of course we would get the introduction of um the boy coming back is it michael right. i think so he can call back. him michael yeah 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 so well he's not in it in this episode but we find out that's who it, who was in the, yeah. it's
0: obviously not the, the same course. actor
1: no it's also not the same actor but i like that callback yeah. to that yeah. character from earlier on and it's the first sign that we're getting not getting towards the endgame, but I mean, we're going to start getting these callbacks. And yeah. we're going to talk about a lot more of those when of we course. get onto your favorite and best and my best.
0: Sure, sure. And what I think what I think is, um, it is true, because I didn't really love that episode either. It's mm-hmm. it's fascinating to me that Michael becomes such an important character, because that episode was just fine. I think we mm-hmm. even talked that it was kind mm-hmm. of a throwaway episode. We did. in that season, we're like, Meh. we didn't hate it, but it was also like, eh, it's fine. So it's funny that they're like, haha. ha.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> it mattered. Um, and it makes sense. You know, they definitely, mm. whether it was intentional or whether they they were like, ooh, that kid looks like an observer.
1: Yeah, I think let's, it's probably the latter, but it but does work. Let's
0: pretend they knew what they were doing.
1: Um, <laughs> I mean, these are all
0: competent, amazing writers, right? Mm. You know, so, um, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think this was good. I think uh, the problem is, and this is what I said, to me, the season's so even. So it's like, it's just easier to say for me with the season to be like favorite and best. I mean, it's, it's niggly. You know, it's like, well, I mean, when I look over the episodes, I agree, this one's, this one is very, very good. Um, I, The Bullet That Saved the World. Sure. It's amazing. And that almost made it as my favorite. I mean, that was really, I appreciate a show that has balls. Mm-hmm. And so what I love about the Bullet Saved the World is that, they're like, no, we're going to do this. We're going to, we're going to, we are, we are going to destroy you a little bit. And we're going to give you somebody that you like, who again, as an actor, it's not like with Lincoln, you're like, fucking glad he's gone. Um, <laughs> you know, and again, Henrietta, like you said, she could Hi, Riley.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Get on that helicopter,
0: Riley. Get to the dimension. So, uh, yeah, Riley. God, I know. <laughs> it's true, right? It's super true. It the is, characters yeah. that you want to see go. Like, it's always sad with Angel because he didn't want Doyle to leave. Mm-hmm. You didn't want Christian Kane to leave. You didn't want, you know, you didn't want Lindsay to go. But you know, like Lindsay, as an actor, Christian Kane had other shit to do. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's like, okay, he's that charming. Of course somebody's gonna put him in another show. But you're like, uh oh, why didn't you just make him a regular and lock that guy down? Um, so you know, some of those ones you feel sad about. And and so I what I liked about Bullet Save the World and why it was almost my favorite is is and it's like to come in and be like, My favorite one is when they kill their daughter. Mm. <laughs> it's, just, it's hard to hard to say that, but I just think yeah. the balls, I appreciate uh-huh. the balls uh, on them because um, most shows wouldn't do it. Mm. So that to me, just as a show, like Broyles is back, so there's lots of good about that one. So it was right on the edge, but but the one you picked is excellent too, but I just think this is one of those shows, it's like when they, spoiler alert for a movie that's 20 years old, but when they kill Wash, Mm-hmm. right you're like oh yeah okay yeah yeah
1: It's um, hard, hard to watch I, I think but important you know, you know what you, yeah and you know what's gonna be the fallout of it as well so i think that's why it's hard to watch
0: correct but i think it was important to do so i think it, it, it's not a favorite and it's not it's not the best because the last one is clearly the best mm. and, and again i just think and because it undoes the last one undoes episode four yeah that's what makes it the my well, favorite end. I mean, so
1: Yeah, back to that debate I think we had before where, like, nothing's undone, but we're into a new another dim- Another
0: dimension, correct. Another yeah. timeline, yeah. Or another timeline, that's totally yeah. true. Because that is what this show is about, obviously. Yeah. yeah, it's about the difference between resetting a timeline or just creating a pocket universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clearly, another universe. So, yeah, so the bullet saved the world. I don't know, how close was that to being at your top?
1: I, I mean, I think of the 13, I think you've got yeah. 12 and 13... Which you can cut thirteen does stand out, but I think there's a lot to say good about twelve as well. Liberty when Olivia goes over to yeah the, other, the other, side. To yep. other side, just the so we can see time. Lincoln one last time. Yeah, and then six and four. I think they're the, the yeah. that's the the little elite episodes
0: without a doubt, without a doubt. And I just think it's and and again, I just appreciate I just appreciate the courage. It's to, mm-hmm. own it, don't undo it. And I we both love comic books, but it's I am in I am sad that Alfred is still dead, but Alfred is still dead. Sure. That I mean, the fact that, and I know Tom King didn't really want to do it, which is weird because Tom King loves to fuck everybody up. <laughs> you know, that's his thing. It's like, uh, fuck your shit up. Um, But I but I appreciate the courage that that took, you know, mm-hmm. to kill Alfred. And I'm still convinced he'll come back. Of course. I'm still convinced that Tim Drake has his his uh, memories on a computer disk somewhere. And we're going to bring back to Bat Bunny and it'll be Alfred. That'll be. That's when you know that they'll have jumped the shark and they'll reset the DC universe again when they do that. However... It'll be like a like a Jarvis-type <laughs> Iron
1: Man situation, maybe.
0: Yes. that's a,
1: mm-hmm.
0: You understand. That's what I think Tim Drake... Because Tim Drake would make that happen. But I, I appreciate that this... They're like, there is no doing that here. And the only way to bring her back is to fix it all. And mm-hmm. so she gets fridged, which again... So that's the other part of why I couldn't necessarily make it my favorite because it comes up in the end of our... But it's definitely not my least favorite. It's not the mm-hmm. worst. It's really well done. I yeah. just you know, you're fridging a woman. It's tough. Yeah. They could have easily done it to a son. I think I, I don't, don't want know, to like, jump that till we get to the end, but I mean no, I'm saying know, it now. I don't so, know what you're yeah.
1: saying, but I think um it's difficult to class every character death. I think it's a risk to class every character death as fridging. Sure because the, what then they're, they're already they're motivated die. yeah yeah absolutely right. yeah so i don't know like, I, I i hear what you're saying i didn't ever that that term never came into my head to be yeah. honest until sure, tonight sure. when it was about essa dying i hear what you're saying I completely hear what you're saying but i think often and I you know as a writer or a wannabe writer who has a moment of frigging in something that he has written and is yeah. aware of that sometimes you, but just, you're
0: right yeah you're on I sort the of nose acknowledge
1: spot. it and i sort of on the nose and i own it i didn't this didn't jump out to me is that i'm still not sure they needed it they could have come up with something else i think because of the flashback to 2015 opening and closing Mm -hmm. really that was that was the only idea they ever had
0: oh clearly clearly because i actually didn't want to
1: consider anything else and i think yeah i'm all right with it i think
0: plus you couldn't afford to keep it you didn't you weren't bringing in Mm. another series regular so there was budgetary constraints to me the fix is I hear it all. And I agree. It's not necessarily a fridge. And that's why it's not like I'm not pissed off about it mm. so much. I just was like, to me, the emotional beat would have been we're going to reset the universe anyway. And, mm-hmm. and we want we, Peter and Olivia, are going to be selfish and leave you, this Henrietta, behind so we can go relive our life with that Henrietta. That is, is tougher to me then you kill her, then you don't have to, they are not faced yes. that emotional because the way that it ends and you're giving us so much to deal with emotionally at the end mm. that you don't have to deal with that. But I think that would have been, a that would have been something.
1: It would have been, but I think that's too complex an idea for In where
0: 13 episodes.
1: Yeah. For what this show's is doing. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and I think for the ultimate message of like family and hope, I, I, Yeah. I don't think that would have quite worked. But I get I, it. I, I, I like what you're saying, and yeah. if you write that, I'm going to enjoy the shit out of really. it. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I saw Joshua Jackson the video he sent me where he's like he <laughs> loves he reads the fan fiction. It sounds like yeah, sounds that's like amazing. It. That so is so cool that he does. Um, I think that's awesome. I love it when when creators and actors and stuff don't shit on the fan fiction. Mm. Um, because that's love letter. Of course. And, and is, yeah. you know, there can be, there are people who will shut that down because of the copyright infringement and stuff. And I like it when people are like, no, no, no. Mm. This is a, this make, this is, they love it. This is what it I so did it much. for, surely. It yeah. inspires people. Yeah. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Um, when I saw Scott Westerfeld give a speak, speech years and years ago, as you were reading his books now, um, we took the kids to the Ann Arbor Public Library to hear him give a talk when his Leviathan series was out, mm-hmm. and, which was amazing. Um, and the kids loved it. One of the things he brought up, one of the questions people ask is about the fan fiction and what it is. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I don't even care if it's fan fiction. Somebody wants to write a book in my universe. I want them to. Great. I'm for that. that. Yeah. Yeah, Because he's like, it's not going to be it doesn't take away what I've done.
1: No. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And
0: so I just appreciate artists being like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." That's why I get bugged when I got dinged. I've got a couple of shows I have to cut the songs off the end cuz uh, okay. cuz people are like, get, "You can't." I'm like, "Listen, I bought the song." Sp- yeah.
1: I <laughs> it's own here to it to celebrate
0: you and, it's right? to, and yeah. Spotify p- pays you 0. 0.0001 cents per play. I b- gave you a dollar or whatever <laughs> for the song. You're going to get way more bang for your buck from me buying the song and tacking it onto the end of our show. So it annoys me because I'm not trying to exploit it. Now, if we were no. suddenly getting 20 million downloads, then yeah, I'd, I would be different. I'd be like, Hey, I'm monetizing your art, but I'm not, I am just no. loving your art. And then your art inspires us. So yeah, it's annoying. So I love though, that Josh would, so maybe I will, maybe I will uh, fan fiction, a different ending where mm. they're forced to, um, where Ada's left behind, and that in this universe she's still living with her parents no longer existing. Mm. Lots to say there. Now I wouldn't have thought of doing it, but now that you said, I should. Well, I guess I'm gonna. It's dark. Yeah, and it is dark. Maybe I've got to work <laughs> through some shit. So, anyway, yes, those are your your choice is excellent. Like I said, I almost picked the bullet save the world, and it is top. It is top three for me yeah um, uh, he's looking glasses right there and the, the only reason that liberty isn't is because i don't need lincoln i like the idea though um, that we get to do that, that olivia's like oh
1: yeah i think i like it because it's the first time really and we'll talk about this a lot more when we do our lens stuff it's the first time really when olivia becomes an, an agent of her own doing uh, which is difficult because i know that Walter is giving her Cortexafan, but she asks him to. She wants him to. She she directs him to. It's her decision. She's like, well, how about if I have some cortexafan? Will that help? So I think it's the first time in this season where she's not been a vehicle of other people's story. She's taken charge. And I think there's loads of of good storytelling in this. And I think there's some really interesting subtext of Olivia being an experimented on child and then her saving an experimented Upon child through the experimentation on her, when she was like, there's a really interesting again yeah. time loop here thing going on that Fringe always plays with, and I think yeah, she just she's amazing in this episode again, where she suddenly she's taken charge and she gets to be folivia Livia again, and we see those little ticks and that different smile and the way she holds her body, it's and it's
0: unreal. And it's been a so while so nice since she had her to back. Be her, yeah, because mm. season four, there's no folivia Livia at all, so it didn't. 18 months in real time since she had done that and she's just like, slip right back in. What an actor.
1: Yeah. She's yeah.
0: so good.
1: But there are issues, I agree. I, yeah. I, I don't... I have a problem with the invaders traveling to their dimension. doesn't, work. doesn't quite work for me. It doesn't make and, any sense. And they shoot them with normal guns as well, which doesn't work. And there's a beat between Peter and Olivia, which annoys me every time. But she's about to do it and he's like, don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt yourself. And then he says do it for Etta which I know is kind of the mantra of the season but for me in that moment what Peter needed to say was you never fail
0: right that's you're, what he you, needed to you're tell boss. Her. You're right. you
1: you're Olivia Denham you never fail when you set your mind on something that was right. the moment and he I felt like he needed to empower and support her in that moment and he he didn't take it away, but he made it about Esme. I don't think it needs to be. Needs to be about Olivia. We already know. Right? It annoys and, me every time.
0: And you're, and I didn't even catch it. But yeah. now that you say it, now it bugs me. But you're totally right. But it's also not only that, but it's it's um, is it takes away from everything that you said. The thing that I do like about it is the awesome parallel between Olivia and Michael. And this mm. is she can't fix herself. She mm-hmm. can't unring the bell of what happened to her. She can't get over the fact that
1: nice reference back to season three by the way
0: exactly right you know there's so many amazing uh this this episode this liberty which again you know we're we're really talking about the enemy of fate but um liberty really does deal with that and i i was with you i saw that completely and i'm like well this is she still feels guilty for what she did to her stepdad Mm -hmm. and she feels guilty She still has this self-blame, even though she was a child for what happened to her and all of this stuff. And everything is her fault The Mm -hmm. jumping through universes and giving Walter Knit the plans, like everything happened. It's all her fault, but none of it was her fault. So none of this is Michael's fault either. And she's the one who saves Michael in the first place. So it's like Mm -hmm. all of this is, is guilt for her. And it has nothing to do with Henrietta. It has everything to do with, young olivia dunham and some of my favorite episodes are those mm-hmm. young olivia dunham episodes and so i i appreciated this was her closure moment mm. i honestly thought they would kill her did you i did um not that you could do the last episode of a series without the no. lead but i was i would have i'm like well they've got balls let's see them let's mm-hmm. see them try mm-hmm. it um uh but you know obviously they didn't and and that didn't happen but i, I do think and she's
1: pivotal for episode 13 so. of course,
0: obviously, but. Um, Yeah, I just think um, I agree with all. So I didn't even think about him saying that up until because I've only watched it the once. But Mm. because I I agree to me, it was like, oh, Lincoln, he's such a ski. I just don't like how skeevy he is. (laughs) And I just don't (laughs) get why Olivia likes him.
1: Whilst we're here, it is not okay that he married for Olivia. That is weird.
0: It's super weird, right? It
1: must be weird for her because she knows that really he wants to marry Olivia.
0: I know. It's so weird. She calls him
1: out on it. It seems Olivia's there. She's like, stop looking at her young. Yeah. Uh, or whatever she says like yeah yeah it's not okay
0: he's not it's not okay he is a weirdo not a fan (laughs) he was he was fine in the original ultra in the red and blue universe Mm -hmm. as the guy who's part of the team we talked about he had great chemistry with kirk Acevedo. Mm -hmm. no that was like he was just guy on the team yeah i never liked the him jones and again we all jones for olivia dunham sure I understand that she is, as we've discussed at length, competent and awesome. And you are on her team. So it just was stupid Mm. and they forced it so hard. Yeah. So it is super weird and creepy. And I know it's supposed to make us feel like, oh, good for Lincoln. No, gross. And you're better than him.
1: Absolutely. She could do a lot better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She, she, cause she won me over by the Mm. way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. She She won Walsh She's. Won us all over.
0: That's all it takes if you can get Walter on your side. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I did miss, I did miss, obviously, I loved um, Other Astrid. Alternate Astrid was one of my you favorite did. performances. And so it would have been cool to see her again, too. But whatever. Anyway. All right. So favorite. Let's and get ass, into it. Yeah. yeah an Enemy of Fate. And the reason, mm. and I mentioned all the reasons why it's not, why the other one was close to favorite, but why I couldn't mm-hmm. quite get there. Um, I think this is the, what makes it the best is all the things, right? It's the best written show. It is, um, they knew what they were doing. Mm -hmm. Um, All of the performances by our four leads, they all get the right amount of time. Yes. Um, Everybody gets, nobody gets sidelined of the four of them. They're all pivotal to the plan. Obviously seeing September back is super important and, and he's really important. And I appreciate the way that he comes back around and is here and it's just-
1: He's excellent as well as Donald
0: yeah, yeah, he's great, and as Donald, yeah, and with him with his hair, it's funny because I watched The Gilded Age, and he's in it in the Gilded a- he's in the Gilded Age, and he has no hair in that. Okay, <laughs> so then it's like so I'm just used to him being bald all the time, and yeah. it's like, oh, is that a wig? Oh, we we'll talk a lot about wigs tomorrow when you and I meet again. <laughs> so uh, I I don't know, I couldn't tell. I was looking, like, is that a wig or is that just his hair? I've never seen him with hair until mm. now as Donald. Um, but I think it just it's 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 rare when you're last. Episode of any series is this good. Mm. So I think I have to say the reason that makes it favorite is that that is skill. Oh, yeah. Agreed. It's the last dynamic. episode of Buffy is not the best episode of Buffy. The last of, you know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, yeah. You know, it's this just, this it, and Angel are up there as two of the best finales of all time. Of definitely. all time. Of yeah. all
0: time. It's so smart and good. And there's so many shows that overstayed their welcome and this yeah. didn't. It was just great.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think yeah it's dynamics exciting there's real stakes and the character beats completely land and actually are so perfectly timed within the episode i i remembered before watching it this time the peter and walter conversation after peter watches the videotape Mm -hmm. as being much later on in the episode i I was surprised how early early on. on
0: it was done yeah
1: um but actually it's at the perfect place because it gives you the, the rest of the episode to kind of to sit with it as Peter is sitting with it. I mean, that is the moment that we've been alluded to all the way through this, when um Walter and Peter embrace and he says, yeah. you're my favourite thing. It's just, even now I'm stopped thinking about it, I'm going to lose it in the middle of <laughs> yeah, this yeah. recording. It's so powerful, that moment, that that whole scene is unbelievably brilliant in terms of their acting together. And then is obviously echoed towards the end when Walter is going through the time portal and Peter looks at my mouse uh, I love you dad mm-hmm. it's just cr- oh my god it's crushing yeah. just just watching it and the the way that those two characters are developed over the show and we've been talking a lot actually about like whose show is it and i think it changes and evolves i think it's olivia's show to begin with and it becomes peter's show but i think season 5 is walter's season
0: yeah. mm-hmm. This it season is. Is about
1: his final attainment for what he's done. And this is the only way it could ever have ended, I think. And it's
0: I agree. And this is the only niggle is the mm, is the on. fake out that September's right. gonna go through. It was so stupid. Sure. Nobody thought yeah. that was really gonna happen. Agreed. I didn't think so. I was like that was I felt that was clunky. And again, maybe in the moment, if I'm watching in real time and I'm watching it live and I didn't have all this time to stew on it and talk to you and mm. you know. But it, I think, and maybe I, it just didn't. work. I didn't believe no. it for a second that, that
1: I think it's fair. Clunky is a word. I think you can actually apply to this right? Just like everything we're saying, that's good. The action is a little bit clunky in that final, the final fight final scene. battle. Yeah, yeah, But again, yeah. I think it's just like budget. I didn't, I mean, oh yeah, yeah. They're Denied was, by this point, so they did what they could.
0: The, and I think the actors gave it their all, and that was like, yeah. we don't have any stunt people. Don't hurt Anna. I mean, that yeah. was. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, sure. it's like we're gonna put a hat on her and try to, you know, I mean. Oh, I, I love
1: that I, moment. She's got a little beanie back on.
0: Yeah, I do too. And she looks beanie great. Beanie Olivia's she, back. Yeah, Beanie Olivia's back and she's a badass again. And I mean, she's always been a badass. But I just I thought the stuff was September saying I can go. I didn't yeah, agree Walter. I didn't. I'm like, that's dumb. Um, and I get it. It was to make that final moment mean more, but it already meant it already meant enough. And and I think to go into it, this this would then give me that moment that what I'm saying, because this is it. Walter leaves them behind Walter doesn't mm-hmm. get to mm-hmm. live part of their life and you know what there there's not there and the, the final ending where the, the letter comes and the tulip comes in the mail means so much more because it's a choice that he's making and it gives him he mm-hmm. is leaving it behind so they can live and this is it and that's awesome and that's beautiful mm-hmm. and then for September to be like no no it's my responsibility I'm like no it isn't
1: yeah yeah I agree it I'm doesn't
0: gonna... it, it isn't but it, it truly isn't
1: no, it, none it, of
0: it is. None of this is on him, and so for him, they
1: well, know. I, although you know, he did pull Walter and Peter out of the lake. So if he hadn't have done that, that also would have. So he, he, between them, it was all their fault. I
0: okay.
1: I, I, I agree. It is clunky and and yeah. it is un, is unnecessary. But I do think, and, and finding out that Michael is the genetic, biological kind of son of him as well is obviously important. So uh, I think they're trying to echo it, aren't are but it doesn't quite work
0: it just doesn't work I, and no. again because i didn't believe it for a second once walter gives mm. the gives this thing away that he's doing it i didn't think you're gonna pull like as soon as september's like i can do it i'm like no you can't like at mm. no point mm. did i mm. believe that i was not emotionally invested so to me i love this episode and i'm, I'm just picking the picking a little nit is it actually takes away the emotional resonance a bit by oh, even throwing that in there because mm-hmm. I didn't believe it for a second. I'm like, so why am I spending 10 minutes thinking Peter and Walter are going to get a happy ending when I know that they can't? I know that the only solution for Walter. Yeah. This whole season is setting up for Walter's big sacrifice, mm-hmm. as you said. And that and he gets to give it. And I just, it, it seems silly. Now, if you were going to do this in episode 11, mm-hmm. and then with, for two episodes you're doing this to us, okay. And you've got a plan, but it's like, we've got 10 minutes to wrap our minds around what's happening. And then now we've got five minutes to pretend that September's going to go. It just was, that's what I think adds to the clunkiness of it. Yeah, I get I why they did it. I understand it. They're like, we really want it. We're already going to make you cry. We're really going to make Oof. you cry even harder. But <laughs> but I just, you know, it just doesn't work. It's not the body. Is all I'm saying.
1: No, fair enough. What did, did you vi- think? Go Excellent on.
0: though. It's very it's it's, it's my favorite and best for all those reasons. Yeah, what what do they exactly. think? Sorry, you were gonna ask. No,
1: I, I just think there's two moments and I think one we maybe will go into a bit more depth next week is rear, um or next episode of the rear and we talk about the observers and who they are. Yeah. But obviously two key components of this mission succeeding is Ashard figuring out that they can use the time tunnel. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what they officially call it, I'm gonna call it the time th- tunnel.
0: I think they called it time tunnel.
1: Because yeah. like the the plan's shot at this point, isn't it? Because the red right. rock things they collected are not powerful enough for the machine. Yeah. We'll get we'll get to that. For sure. <laughs> um so Ashley figures out the time zone. And then of course they're about to lose because a Widmark Windmark is about to stop them, isn't he? And Olivia crushes him with the yeah. car. Yeah. With the van. Like so I think that's a conversation like does that tie into your thoughts of who these observers are and why these two women ultimately yes. are the reason why this 100% yeah. Okay.
0: yeah absolutely yeah yeah it's it is I agree with everything you said about this being Walter's season and ultimately mm-hmm. it may be Walter's show yes maybe. Right. It, yeah. when you look back at the whole hundred episodes and this will mm-hmm. be something we'll talk about with Rhea but it may be that it's all Walter's this is all Walter's story and Olivia is just part of it but the fact that it's the literally the, the trite phrase behind every great man and so yeah, you've got, you've got these two men, and behind them, Walter, everything that Walter becomes is because of Peter, but it's mostly because of Astrid.
1: Agreed, yeah. And
0: yeah. everything that Peter becomes is because of Olivia. And yeah. so you have these women who then stop the baddies at the mm-hmm. end so that these men can have their their moment, their emotional I love you dad moment, which is mm. cool because they're not like bro-hugging it. It's, oh, it's so you know good. what I mean? And so I do. I do think... That's what makes this the favorite is those moments of of Astrid once again saving the day mm. um by outthinking everybody and being her, you know, you get to see alternate Astrid right there. Yes, sure. Yeah, yeah. You, the human computer Astrid. This is the moment when you're like, oh, they are the same person. Like, mm. like in this moment, she's like, Math. Yeah, yeah, yeah You yeah. know, and you're like, oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. There she is. And so I love that. That was just like the callback to. In another universe, Mm. what could come of Astrid Astrid with? And, and, you know, this Astrid doesn't have Asperger's and that Astrid does have Asperger's. And um, this Astrid also has a father who loves her and that Astrid doesn't. But they Mm -hmm. are the same brains. They're the same smart. Yeah, yeah. And so I loved, I just, I think that was really important. And again, it's just another reason to love her. And she's so selfless. Oh, uh, yeah. Amazing. Everything and every, you know, she does and she loves Walter. And that's the thing. The big reveal in my favorite episode from season four or season three when with the two Astrid's, when you meet our Astrid's dad, Mm. because up to that point, you don't realize she has you just assume she's looking for a dad with Walter. But what she's really saying is, I just like I'm a great daughter. I can be Mm. I can be that I can have more than one dad because I just want I've got so much love to give because. My dad gave that to me. So I'm mm-hmm. able to then imprint. You see her imprinting her father on Walter. So, um, yeah, I just think that's why it works so well. And 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 it outdoes the clunkiness of the 10 minutes of September's going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: this is Emma's favorite season. Yeah, is it? And this is her favorite episode of the whole show.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It is she not fell my, in love with I, this spoiler, season. Spoiler, but this is not my favorite season. But
1: No, fair enough. Yeah. I, I think it's probably not many people, So I do really like it yeah yeah she um she couldn't get enough of this this season she loved that's it that's episode she was all in she was like and
0: it is I mean this is this will be gone, gone for most this. of the episode that's awesome I love that she feels that way I mean this is obviously gonna be. Re- be we'll both talk about this episode again mm. next week because we it's on our favorites and we do our top five favorites yes. and so I haven't made my top five list yet I wanted to have the broader conversation with you before I mm. I listed my top five favorites. Uh, obviously, this will come in in the top five. <laughs>
1: As there's only five, yes, it definitely will.
0: We're yeah. funny that
1: it is, um, funny. Um, yeah. And I want to ask you about the white tulip at the end. Yeah, uh, because Peter makes a little face. What was your reading of his reaction to getting the white tulip?
0: The 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 look the look he breaks the fourth wall.
1: Well, he sort of looks at it and then what? Well, yeah, I guess I i don't know if I'd thought of him that way, but there's a definite reaction by Peter to the receiving of the white tulip, isn't there?
0: That he knows what happened? That it's a memory? Yeah, it, yeah I think that, it is. Do you think that's what it is? It's like, yeah. a,
1: like when Michael touched Walter, or... Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I
0: think, think he like knows a, it all. I think it is my contention that mm. season three Peter never disappeared. Okay. And that Peter never lost any of his memories. That Peter... Oh, no, that's definitely true.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's the people we've been with from the whole start. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so this, when he gets the tulip, he's, he remembers, he remembers. He's got, he's got
1: the white tulip memory
0: from that. But does he know Walter ever got that tulip? I think he knows all. Mm -hmm. I don't, he, the one thing that works about him getting the observer brain is it, is, is it opens up the possibility for him to know all. Yeah, sure. For him to be the omniscient narrator. So when he Mm -hmm. gets it, like Olivia, is never going to know what happened, mm. but Peter knows. Peter gets to live with the knowledge that Walter gave up everything for him, mm-hmm. and that this universe exists because of Walter. I think that's what I read. What about yeah, you? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly the same. Yeah, I hadn't. I thought of it, and with that extra layer, that's that's great. I love that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think it's all about whether he he got and whether or not he knew. And again, you can. Did he know he would get the tulip, so therefore he got the tulip? Like is Uh, it sure. I I think maybe you could play with that because this is a show about loops. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Um I you know, I think I think he knew I he think, was gonna
1: get it yeah i do you i think he sells this it. a surprise but mm. it's almost like michael touching Walter's face it's that could a be too yeah and, that, and that's it, I, I didn't it, think about that, like that. Like. i like that
0: i like that completely i just kind of thought he knew he was gonna get it not mm. he's standing because isn't olivia there when he's opening the letter
1: i think he's talking she's not off camera he's talking yeah, to yeah. Her, like so, in the house yeah
0: yeah it could be that i don't know i just think peter knows all it's as hey, we said, it's all about Peter. Peter's Fringe is the, not
1: a show where you're supposed to have all the answers either. It's great that you've got your interpretation, yeah. I've got mine, or they're similar. There's a slight like variation. And I'm sure I've about. not
0: actually done any internet looking around for this. I've left no, everything to yeah. just us, to our conversations. And then so I there's can nothing go out else but us, Tony. S- What's that?
1: But we are the authority. There's nothing else to read. Other Clearly, than us.
0: yes. I mean, no one else can have an opinion. No, I just I. It's I can have an opinion,
1: but it's never going to be. They're wrong. Accurate. Yeah.
0: No, for me, I just wanted it to come to this fresh without any of those other ideas. Yes, and now I'll probably absolutely. do some fan theories and looking around, and I just tried to avoid it all as much as I could. Not like Tanya Todd, that not that blocked yeah. off. But I do no. think it's important. You know, when you're when you're consuming art, I appreciate Tanya's um, discipline because you want to come in without any expectations mm-hmm. you know so I, I do appreciate that and you know how many times and we've had these conversations that the trailer gives all the good stuff away or it's yeah. or they put something in the trailer and then it's not in the movie
1: that i don't mind so much that's just clever but yeah when it's like the final like bullet train which, which i know, have not
0: seen yet but, fun I've movie, the but yeah, there's yeah. a
1: scene from there's a shot from the final scene in the trailer
0: is there really that's not great yeah why would you do that
1: it's not great
0: yeah. Was Joey awesome in that?
1: She was awesome in that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She
0: She's a she plays her character um is a boy the prince he's called in the book. Yes. It's a boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I kind of from something
1: you'd hinted at. Yeah, yeah. And then hearing of course a prince, I was like, oh, okay, that's that's the yeah. gender change character. Yeah, yeah.
0: She's and then the um the other two, Lemon and Tangerine, mm. they're people get them confused as twins. Oh, uh, okay. So I thought that All was right. really funny. Yeah that they went that way. But anyway, we're not here to talk about bullet train, but yeah, anyway, (laughs) I I, I hear, I hear that. Um, Well, I think this was excellent. So I, I'm glad we spent more time, you know, singing its praises because it's hard season five. There's not a ton of negative things to say. Um, It's pretty even keeled. I I do have some, obviously some of this stuff we've already kind of alluded to, but the modern Mm -hmm. lens, I do think through the modern lens, um, when we get to that, some of it's just more technical than it is, but it all comes down to budget, as we as we discussed. Yeah. But um, you, go- I went first last time. Least favorite and worst. Where, where are yeah. you?
1: Mine are both the same episode. Okay, and they're episode three, the recordist.
0: I wish I could show you. My- I guess I could turn my screen on. I have that <laughs> pulled up. It's so yeah. stupid.
1: Yeah, but it just.
0: But it's still a really. It's still. It's fine, but you, something's got to be the... I, it is
1: fine. It's just a bit boring. It doesn't really go anywhere. It doesn't add any value to the season. The thing... Well, the it is does. To, well, it, the mission is to get the Red Rocks and then the Red Rocks don't work.
0: Right, exactly. So it was all... A, it was the MacGuffin for nothing.
1: Yeah. Um. And I think when we've only got a 13-episode season... We can't afford to lose a whole episode to a bit of nothing. You know, we keep bringing up Trek for obvious reasons, because we're, we're about to embark yeah, yeah. upon our own bold mission to I can't wait. go through. I can't wait, the, wait for you series. to write that.
0: Are you going to do a Shatner when you read your um, introduction?
1: I'll try, maybe. Yeah, I'll yeah. Give, it, give it a practice before. Nice. But this feels like a, one of those wibbly episodes of Star Trek where you're like, yeah, nothing's really happened this week. I could have missed this one. It really has that kind of vibe where it's like they've gone to this strange panel, you know, here in Fringe, they've gone to this strange town where there's these strange people. And they do this sometimes. We have that great episode in season four when they go to the town where it was like merging the two. Yeah, yeah, in the middle emerging. of merging. The, where they learned that, about the vortex. That really works. I like the one, I think it is in season two, when they go to town with the antennas. Yeah. And it's making people have all the growth. Like so they do these episodes every now and then. Those ones, I think, they put off better than this one. This one just. I get it. They want to create this again, this within this episode, this father son dynamic, and they want to reflect what's going on. Another father son in this. Yeah. 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 And they're hinting and they're showing and they're alluding to all, you know, I get it, but we don't have time to go off on a side adventure when we, we, we need to move forward through the narrative.
0: Right. And because at the end of the day, we're in episode eight when Olivia meets the other people, she meets the witch the the woman who believes mm. you know that because that yeah. was also part of him pulling the thing back out of his brain and meeting that woman like it's easy to make the comparison between episode eight and episode three yes because they're they're similar but i think that in episode eight that mattered that was that mcguffin moved the plot along where this mcguffin literally stalled out yeah like, we I'm... did all this for nothing and and yeah. again I'm watching the Resident Evil series now and what and here's the thing. And it's fine. You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm a Resident Evil apologist and it's not <laughs> great, but Lance Reddick shows up in it, which is awesome. But the main character, Jade, boy, don't meet Jade, because you're gonna die. Sure. If if you meet Jade. And it and this almost feels like don't meet the bishops because your life is gonna, you're gonna give, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, it just feels it's very like drag the curse around with them, yeah, yeah. And I just don't think that's who they want to be. And I don't think it's that kind of show. It's mm-hmm. not a have gun will travel, you know what I mean? It's not the Incredible Hulk. It's not, it this feels like a bad episode of the Incredible Hulk,
1: sure. I think the difference between three and eight is that eight has a couple of different moving parts and it has people right. off. So the Olivia Adventure is boring. I agree. Uh, I've got no time for that, actually. Yeah. And it's not obviously Tour's fault. That's like a bad episode of The Walking Dead.
0: Actually, episode I have never watched. So, yeah. so that's
1: like, oh, OK, well, nothing's happened this week and we've had no zombies. Oh, OK, That that's what that feels like. But yeah, at least you've got the Peter subplot and you've got Walter and Asher working with the captured observer, haven't they? Right. Uh, captured invader. So uh, I think that. that's why eight works slightly better than three, because in three, they're all together on this one mission.
0: Yeah. And the difference is, is that the stuff that happens to Olivia, which is slow going, there's no doubt mm-hmm. about that. It's stuff Olivia needs for later. Sure. Where this is, again, isn't stuff we need at all. No. <laughs> what, no. what are we doing? What is this episode? And I just, and again, budgetary restraint. So it's like, hey, let's not spend all this time on hair and makeup.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know
0: what I mean? Like, and it does, because it doesn't look very good.
1: mm Anything. And there's another camp where we can't afford to show that it's not going to show it. And right, but we're going the, to allude to it, yeah. Ev- yeah, and the invaders, and uh, I can't remember what the, what are the, like, police force called that work with them?
0: It's the you French know, like, division.
1: Well, yeah, but they've got, like, a, you know, like, you know, like the familiars, or whatever it is, from, from the Blade Fest. Oh, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: right, they're like dressed they're, like Nazis.
1: And they've got, like, their, ta- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Nazis. Yeah, future Nazis, yep. yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. They, like, they're coming to find them at the camp, but we can't really afford to show that. So we're not going to show that either. We're just going to tell you that's happening because right. we haven't got the budget God, to that's show that's so
0: right. Ugh, so yeah, it has all those great. kind of problems in it. It doesn't get Astrid get left behind. She does, yeah. Don't love that. No. Never good to leave that. So yeah, it's just... Yeah. And again, it's like, Astrid, you stay here and cut things and fix things and do the things, and we're going to go on this adventure because yeah. we need an old man. <laughs> Don't just send Peter... <laughs> yeah. And Olivia, who's like olympics level shooter, although I still love that faux Olivia is a better shot. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
0: I still and think that's a, super clever.
1: It has a cool moment, doesn't it? Like I love the um, like the library type thing. Sure, you're, uh, the cubes. Like the and the like that's cool. But again, like, like it doesn't go anywhere. So does, um, and
0: and that could easily have been that could have just been in like that could have been an Nina thing. Sure. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And then at the end, it's like we're again where you're trying to spin. Well, you knew Fringe wasn't getting a spin-off. So it's not like this is a, a universe we're gonna spin off. No. Yeah, I don't lucky understand. It
1: got, lucky it got what
0: it got. Really, truly. And it's funny how you mentioned Star Trek. And again, we'll talk about this as we go, but and I've mentioned this before. You know, the reason some of the episodes are so bad is because Lucy Ball was Lucille Ball was the producer of Star Trek. And so it would be like whatever was on the set <laughs> that, that week. No, true. They'd be she true. she would come in and say. You know, because she ran Lucy uh, uh, Desilu Studios. It wasn't just I Love Lucy. So they were filming stuff. She owned her own studio and her own lot. So it'd be like, oh, we built whatever. And then Roddenberry would be like, okay. And they'd write an episode because they didn't (laughs) want to take this set down. True, yeah, yeah. And that's why there's so many just planets with rocks because it was cheap (laughs) and easy, you know. But but so like, I'm pretty sure the one where they go to the gangster town Mm. I don't know if that's in season two where they end up in the gangster town and it's just like, and we'll get there because we're going to get there this year, the rest of the Star Trek. But it was literally like, we've got the set and we've got all these costumes. So let's just have them go there. So I feel like that was this. They're like, well, what other show? I'd be interested to know what other show on Fox was being filmed in this Canadian wilderness. (laughs) And we're like, oh, let's go. They've already got the cameras out there. Let's go shoot that too. Although... This I don't know how often Fox shot in Canada. I mean, that's the CW. All their shows are in Canada. That's their mm. thing. All their superhero shows. X-Files
1: moved up there, didn't it?
0: Maybe it was that, but that wasn't at this time. It was over No, that would be, Yeah, it would have been
1: an in, in-between.
0: Right. Before the... I didn't they, watch the reboot of that, did you? I did. It was okay. Yeah? Better than that last movie? Yes. Yeah, I didn't care for it, Which that. is I was... why
1: I watched it, because I thought, like, let's hope this is better. And it still wasn't great, let's be honest, but it was okay.
0: It was okay. All right. Well, we're, again, one day... It wasn't fringe. One day we'll talk X-Files. And Paul mm. loves X-Files. Yeah, so I'll up for that. We'll definitely have to have Paul as a guest when we when we get to X-Files. I mean, thing is, is we could just do a season's greetings all the time. Like, the fact that we take so long to do it, that list is so long.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. There's
0: so many great shows. And one day I'm going to make you watch Arrow.
1: Well, maybe 2036.
0: Maybe in 2036. That would maybe... Because, <laughs> well, Arrow, actually, the funny thing is, is Arrow... And I know this just because I watched a documentary about it, but 2012, when this series ended, mm. Arrow uh debuted. Oh, uh, okay. And it was the longest, it was the show that lasted the longest. That the network show that lasted Ooh. the longest that debuted in 2012. Oh wow. Of all shows that debuted in twenty twelve, Arrow had the longest legs. Like I think it was within three years, every show except mm. Arrow that debuted in twenty twelve had been canceled. Again, because you're on the CW network. Sure. And that's what I yeah. said with this. It's like, if this weren't on Fox mm-hmm. at this time, it would have been canceled. Mm-hmm. This wouldn't have survived on the other big three networks in the United States. So they are definitely lucky. Mm. And we're lucky.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, said, I think this might be the third all the way through i mean it doesn't it definitely won't be the last
0: sure no nor for me either i will definitely be watching it again i just wanted to sit with it the first time and not watch it all again before we talk so i was giving you the most honest feeling so anyway (laughs) as you can see how bored we are with the recorders we talked about other shows so we're (laughs) going to move on from that um So the modern lens. So let's go Mm. back to episode four for a moment um, when Broil shows back up. Now, as I mentioned, I'm rewatch. I started watching the new Resident Evil series and Lance Reddick shows up. And as I said, before we started recording, dude doesn't age. (laughs) Dude looks amazing. So through the 2022 lens, we talked about some of the clunkiness before we get Mm. into some of the plot stuff. It the budget really shows. And especially Mm. in the makeup on him, like with Mm -hmm. Nina they just threw a wig on her and they like powdered her face, a little white. And we're just like, you look fine. But I don't know everything. Every time you show broils, it looks so janky. And like, just, I you know, I don't know because he doesn't have hair. You can't do the, the short put right. gray in his yeah. hair. Um, I just thought he looked, he looked bad. You could tell it was Lance Reddick and old makeup.
1: Agreed. Yeah. I, d- I don't actually think they do a great job of Lincoln and, in episode 5 either there's not a noticeable enough difference which there needs to be for the amount of time that's passed yeah
0: I hear you it's not, you know, I sort of watch it and I notice it and then I'm like and it just made it more noticeable because I just saw him again, not age a day and it's been 10 years
1: but then you can also go 10 years further back and watch him in The Wire
0: yeah, which I never watched still you look exactly, exactly the, the same, same in that. yeah yeah <laughs> some people are that way right quite yeah, yeah. Good for carla her.
1: yes yeah yeah
0: i mean yeah. I, I, it's outrageous to look at her yeah. and i've said to you when i watched house of haunting hill i was mostly just distracted by her mm. so It's like and again for lots of reasons but also like how do you look exactly like you did in sin city
1: yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. are
0: you still the mom and spike and As
1: Karen Yeah. And the mom and spike. You've is. never yeah, aged. Yeah, yeah. it's
0: it's really bananas, how some people are. So it's just a minor niggle, but we also discussed the thing that hurt this show a little bit is the budget and some of the effects and some of the fights yeah. don't work. And I know they cut around those a lot. And it's just like, um and again, like you said, the the outfits were real sharp. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I think Nina's chair is cool. Mm-hmm. You so they did some really. You can see where they spent their money.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: (laughs) You were like, "Oh, you ran out of money now, didn't you?" Yeah, they wouldn't give you another fifty grand to make this look better. All right,
1: I think, but I think the storytelling makes up for it. Luckily,
0: correct, totally true. I mean,
1: there's a few little things, aren't there? That like Emma picked up on actually as we were watching it, really bothered her. every time we see the resist etta poster. She was like, "Well, what? Why? Who's put that up? Right? Why is that there? Because it only means something to, to like them
0: to the four of them.
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so who's that for? For everyone? I, I agree. You know the Orwellian riff. I get it. You know we've just done nineteen eighty four. Tonya. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I, I get why it's there, but um, but you
0: don't though. You get why it's there, but not really. It doesn't no. work. It's bullshit.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's silly, but oh, again, I wonder if that was like. Let's stick up a big picture of a character we know because we can't afford to make that whole building, or we can't afford to. So we'll just plaster it with something which can like cover make it. Make it look
0: different, yeah, absolutely. Using the yeah. same, using the same set. No, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, I agreed that was really dumb because every time I saw them, I'm like nobody knows who she was. She's in the resistance. It was a secret.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That secret resistance. Right. And... It's
0: not like, like. If I, when once we all found out that Deep Throat was Mark Felt, he was like 98 years old, right? So um it wasn't as though right during that time, during the Nixon that Watergate thing, there weren't pictures of Mark Felt up. <laughs> you know, they're saying resist because nobody knew that he was Deep Throat. Nobody knew what that was, and that's the equivalent. And you're like, that doesn't work. He's yeah. undercover. She's she's in the fridge division. She's- yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> visibly helping the invaders. Yeah, whilst secretly not yeah 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 so but i do wonder if that was like a little you know they come up with these little tricks sometimes don't they to to paper over the cracks and to hide things and to,
0: i'm sure i'm hmm. sure that's it i'm watching gilmore girls right now lee and i every year we pick something we never watch that has mm-hmm. been you know so we did the west wing we, well she had watched the west wing i'd never done but so right now we're watching gilmore girls which by the way is fantastic but sure. i don't know if you've ever watched the Gilmore. Girls. i haven't no it's very good sean gunn
1: Oh, a, okay. a series yeah.
0: regular. Uh, he's really, really funny in it. He's just like last billing of the series regulars, but he is hysterical in it. But there's a scene, there's a trick they use. Anytime like Luke, the guy who owns the diner, every time somebody comes in, he's he owns the diner and he's polishing his counter with his back to the door so he can turn around and be surprised. Okay. But why yeah. would you do that? It's a sh- <laughs> it's a diner counter. Sure. You're the it's boss,
1: really
0: you right, you'd be behind it cleaning yeah because it's not like he's cleaning the stools and it's yeah, just sure. it's so that he can turn around and see who's there <gasps> and it's like okay i get it and now that we're in season six i'm like okay this we get it we maybe get they maybe they doing.
1: just maybe they get it now and they're just like we're gonna keep doing this we're gonna, we're keep, gonna keep doing, doing it. it yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> possible
0: and again that show was one of the two survivors that and um mm. uh uh Supernatural made the merger right from the WB and the UPN when they became the CW those two shows made moved over so maybe that was it they're like we don't have any budget so you're just going to keep I'm sure if that set exists like that's one spot on it's always the same spot too it's yeah, so shiny it's so clean yeah yeah <laughs> anyway i think that's true i think the only other thing for me we already kind of talked about mm. the the as sacrifice and and all of that stuff mm-hmm. it, through the modernists i think it holds up pretty well i think having the one thing i do like the positive thing of, through the modern lens is that henrietta is and this goes back to your resisting she is sort of the leader of the resistance and at no oh, point yeah. is anybody saying like you're a, nobody says you can't do it you're just a woman no. that's never said so i in fact to all
1: the resistance men look up to her and yeah, see she's her the as, leader. as figure because she is able to uh resist font front of a better word, their mind probes from the invaders, right. isn't she? Yeah, she, she taught broils she, how to. She do taught it broils. And, yeah, yeah. Which I assume is a little maybe genetic catexophan trait that she's One hundred percent, Which I never talk about, which I quite like as well. But um, yeah, that she clearly is like, she's not the leader in terms of the hierarchy, but right. she's the one they all look up to. Correct. Mm. She,
0: yeah, she is the she is the main person. So I appreciate that. Um, I think. Again, I think I appreciate that I don't, again, the reason we don't like episode three is because Astrid gets sidelined, but I am really appreciate through the modern lens that you decided you're going to keep your female lead of color, you know, your sure. supporting character, and you're going to keep her through the whole thing. And she, while she was shot at the end of what, season three? Um, one mm,
1: In the warehouse, yeah. In the warehouse. Season four. Two,
0: See four. So here's yeah. the here's the one thing I want to say about the whole show, but it's it's indicative of this, and this will come up again. But because we're looking through the modern lens, and in our wrap up show, we don't really do that as much. Other than the "You Are a Vessel" episode, which was done a few times here, especially mm-hmm. it got worse when David Fury came on, because that's his go to thing. He <laughs> did it on Angel, he did it on Buffy. Um, but I appreciate that there was never a point in time in the show where our female leads. We're going to be assaulted.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Um, physically, of course, they're FBI agents; they get in fights. But like the the last episode of Firefly, mm. there's 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 objects in space. There's a moment in there where I know he's supposed to be a villain, and he's being the most villainous villain. But with what happens with him and Kaylee, it mm. makes me sick to my stomach all the time, mm-hmm. and does it's unnecessary. It's horrific. And I know it's supposed to be horrific, but it's out of place. Sure. And and everything else that you're doing, that isn't what, because that isn't what Kaylee fears most. No. And it's sure. awful. I know, and I know the theory is that's what all women fear most. And that's why he, he said it, but he didn't say it to, you know, uh, to, to, um, Zoe, you know, he yeah. said, it. I just hate it. I hate, hate it, hate it when we ever get to that show. Be note that will come up in the modern life <laughs> uh, because it's so gross and unnecessary. And so what I appreciate is this season. And again, in an, in a fascist dictatorship mm-hmm. nightmare where there's literally Nazis in training that never happens. Mm-hmm. There's torture and stuff and things happen to the women, but the women and men are treated equally terribly as far mm-hmm. as like, I just appreciate, and I don't know, I've never really thought about that being a thing JJ does. In general, mm. that JJ does a thing where he's like that—that uh, that kind of assault is necessary—and your air quotes as a plot device—and you don't see it here. So through a modern lens, no. another positive that I'm giving it is the 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 things that you know. I mean, they get captured, they get tortured, they get the shit beat out of them, but it's never like now I'm going to be crazy rapist, and I appreciate
1: that. Mm. Mm. No, no, totally fair point. As as you're talking, I was trying to think back through what five seasons of alias and six seasons of lost to yeah to rack my brains and nothing sprung to mind as being like a key moment in any of those i mean deception and and women being like obviously jennifer garner alias frequently gets captured and tortured
0: right like she, she should be she's the spy but yeah yeah i yeah. can't
1: think of an occasion where that's the the specific threat and, and you also do get a, a lot of classic kind of femme fatale i suppose using body and sex as a as a weapon particularly mm-hmm. an alias yeah interesting point i've not yeah. thought of it in that way. so i just think
0: yeah. i'm just i'm proud of this show is all I'm yeah saying. yeah because, definitely. because you know we saw in buffy and an angel women were put in sexually mm-hmm. dangerous situations on more than one more than one occasion and mm. this is resisted so i just I'm, I'm i appreciate a show that doesn't feel the need to do that yeah fair i think i think
1: yeah, for a great comment. I'm gonna be thinking about that when we we finish this recording. I think.
0: Yeah, I just I, only, I, I don't know that, that JJ's it... ever done it.
1: No, it's not someone I put into my Google search. I'll just I'll just I'll just mull on it. Yeah, yeah. How's, I, right, has it's... JJ ever? I don't think yeah. I want to Google that. No, but please I have... don't. <laughs> and I think we've talked about anything that, that bothered me. I do feel that Liv is a bit sidelined this season, which mm-hmm. is a shame. I think they rectify it by the end, but I think. Cause she becomes a bit of a, a side character in her own story, really. Here a little bit, uh, but I think that's something for us to delve into. I know you said we don't do that so much, but I think having Rhea on I, it'll be our wrap-up show, yeah. I think it's important. We hit her view on it and how she feels the arc of delivery is over the five seasons.
0: I agree. I, I agree. didn't
1: know anything else down, really, if I'm honest.
0: No, me neither. I just thought it was. I thought it was fantastic. I think. Um, I think it all handled itself really well. I, um, you know, the the. The highs were high this season Um and the lows were, I mean, and again, that one episode was, it was our yeah. least favorite and worst, but like compared to some other shows, some other oh. episodes on this series and just some other series in general, that's mm. like, if that's the worst, if that's your worst episode, that's not bad.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> it's not like the one that they cut from season one that they tacked into Oof. season two, right? No, it's not like
1: that at all. You no, know, none of like that. like Brown so. Betty.
0: Ugh. See? So even this episode, even the recordist is fine. I mean, it's at least yeah. part of the lore. You know, it's, it's something yeah. to do with It's It just was a big MacGuffin for no reason. It was. You just so didn't need it. But um, overall, A-plus um, for Fringe. And I can't wait till we do our wrap-up next next season, next week, whenever people hear this. Next week yeah. for us, we're recording it. But it'll come out sometime down the line. And um, and then we're going to move on to Star Trek.
1: mm. Which makes total... I mean, I'm excited. We've been talking about since the start, really, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, I know. That was one of the first on the list. And I think with Nichelle Nichols and with this being so influenced by Roddenberry and Trek, I think it makes perfect sense I really do. to segue into that.
0: I, and I wouldn't have thought it, you know, because I didn't know anything about this. But then, you know, when Nimoy shows up and everything, but I also just think it's... um Right. G- obviously. And this is the interesting thing about that, that comment that I made. And I think we'll see this is because while there are there's lots of Randiness in space, in space, mm. everybody has an orgasm. That could be the subtitle <laughs> sub- of Star Trek. Um, It's not Barbarella kind of Randiness in space. I mean, nothing is.
1: Nothing is.
0: Wow. Jane Fonda. She gave that role her all, didn't she? Absolutely. You've seen yeah.
1: I have seen Barbarella. Oh, my yeah. God.
0: Um, I mean I was too young to have seen Barbarella. <laughs> I didn't understand like that's the woman from 9 to 5. Like I did that's <laughs> what I thought. I saw Barbarella shortly after I saw 9 to 5. So that was like I was maybe 11, 12 and I was like
1: It was you know, awakening is what you're trying to tell us. All, I mean
0: lots of those but yes Barbarella. <laughs> oof, boy. Anyway, um it is interesting though because I do think JJ is the natural um mm-hmm. uh, he's in the he's in Roddenberry's uh, gene pool he's yeah. on his family tree and i and i and i i think we'll have that conversation so it'll be fun i mean it's we're like doing it in this slice
1: between roddenberry and spielberg
0: 100 and, and spielberg also avoids that
1: of course he does
0: because and i appreciate that except in um and even in i mean I'm, i've i never to be frank i didn't watch amistad
1: i've never I could, seen amistad i either. couldn't do
0: it and schindler's list was a one and done for me sure so, because uh, it's like Black Swan, one and done. Sometimes you yes. see it and you're like, I'm so glad that exists and I'm so glad I saw that and I would never yeah. watch that again. Irreversible
1: either. is a powerful movie and it's about a really important subject. Yeah. Speaking of the topic we've been talking yeah. about, yeah, I don't need to ever watch that again.
0: Never, ever again. Never, ever. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but I do think, I do like the idea of utopian and I think we will talk about Roddenberry and is Roddenberry what the world needs right now? And, and um, I think he is and I do wish that all the star treks weren't behind a paywall i think cbs Mm -hmm. is making a mistake and we'll talk about this obviously as we go i appreciate that fringe was free tv sure yeah and 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 original star trek was free tv and then as star trek the 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 original four spinoff series those were all free tv they were syndicated so you could get them anywhere you could you could watch next generation on your local channel out of this city. And then if you were in an area like I was, where you could pick up three cities, mm-hmm. you could watch it. If you missed it, normally it's on Saturday night out of Lansing, but it's on Sunday morning out of Ann Arbor. So you'll be fine. You'll just catch it there, you know? So, mm-hmm. I think they're making a mistake by hiding all the Star Trek. I agree. It's one
1: of those few people, as we discussed, that seems to still be watching Discovery. The messages that show is putting out there in season four, which I really generally think is a very strong season of TV. Yeah. Uh, they're powerful, and they're messages that everyone would benefit from hearing.
0: And I know they did, during COVID, they did release Discovery on regular CBS. But even if they're going to do that, like put it out on Paramount+, Plus and then in the summers when there's nothing else on, Sure. There's got to be something that that can be done. I think all the pluses and streaming networks; those are all great. But free TV, man, give mm. shit. The, the way you influence people is by giving this shit away for free. Fringe is free. You can still watch Fringe for free if you want to stream it. in our country, IMDb TV has become Freebie TV. It's called.
1: Yeah, we've got that here now. Actually, yeah, well. which is
0: oh, so you can watch the Alex Rider series.
1: I, I could. You should. You and you and <laughs> you and
0: your son should watch it. It's sure. amazing. It is. Amazing. My wife and I are watching. We don't have kids anymore in the house and we love it. It's Fair really enough. fun. It really, again, plays to the innocence that the Alex Ryder books play to mm-hmm. while it's still, you know, just scary enough. So it'll be fun. To, I really do think to, to watch this, to see J.J. through the Roddenberry lens. And obviously yep. he loves Roddenberry because he's got the Star Trek
1: universe. Well, there you go. And, and I've never, you know, I don't know how you how you've watched Star Trek. I've never watched it. I've watched it when I've caught it. Me too. Do you mean, like, I mean,
0: I've, I I've did rewatch the original series in order a couple of years ago.
1: Oh, OK. So I've never done it like proper in order. Yeah, this will be it my through. second so time. This doing is going to be a this is going to be a journey it, for me. It
0: will be a journey. And it was I when I did it for the first time. Um, It was just because it's kind of one of those things mm-hmm. you just do. Like, I also had a thing a couple of years ago where I was like, I want to understand what people love about Bruce Springsteen. OK, so, so I did like a summer of Bruce. Right, and then right. I can't, here, guess what I discovered? I don't get it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's not where I thought that story was going, if I'm honest. Yeah,
0: I got to the end and it was like, I still just like the songs I liked before. Fair enough. I there are people who like live and die, Bruce Springsteen, mm-hmm. yeah. And it was like, I had always thought about him, and like, because he's one of those people that conservatives think that like love him, but he's a he's like just he's like if you would just pay attention to the lyrics of my song you would understand what I'm. and that's got to be really frustrating for him i guess he he won't do born in the usa as the big song anymore like he does it the original version that he recorded which was just an acoustic him and Mm -hmm. an acoustic guitar so that people get what the song is about because it turned into yeah yeah. this other uh, thing and then and people are like you know reagan used to want to play born in the usa and he's like whoa 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 i don't like you i I don't want (laughs) you are missing the point of that song so i did that though because i watched blinded by the light which i loved that film i don't know if you saw it i didn't but i was like okay this guy he's one of those guys he's so much so that they made a movie about this guy's memoir about springsteen and i was like eh, i didn't get it so but i tried you know this so i did it with star trek and i was like oh i get it i was always one of those things i was like ah i i like star trek fine i would always would have considered myself star wars more than a trekker trekkie whatever they want to call themselves treksters um <laughs> but watching the original trilogy like i did it so i'm really excited about doing it again because mm. i didn't my wife doesn't care
1: sure yeah, yeah. She's I'll, not be, I'll be watching uh, star trek
0: solo uh, right like and so Prince. it'll be fun it's to surprise week, of no one to every week to come back and the fun thing about star trek is like deep space nine was always my favorite of the spinoff series and um but again i don't think i've ever seen all of those mm. And one day, like three or four years ago, I'm like sick at home. You know how like you're sick, you just watch mm. whatever's on. And there's a free over-the-air channel in America called Heroes and Icons, just nice. free with an antenna. And so they'll like play Batman sixty-six and whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like quantum leap. So oh, every night on they the do. List. Every night from like eight a.m. to eight p.m. to midnight, they play a different Star Trek episode from each, okay. each of the big yeah. big four. I like series. that. Yeah. So. I'm sick and I'm in a haze and I'm laying on the couch. I'm sweating and Deep Space Nine is on. I'm just watching whatever's on and I'm drifting in and out of sleep and it comes on and it was an entire Cole Meany focused episode and it's a Kafka episode. It's a, they're <laughs> doing the trial and I love, and you know how I feel about And I thought I was having a fever dream. I was like so then then like a couple of days later when I was feeling well enough I looked it up I'm like okay was there a Kafka episode of Deep Space Nine with Cole Mina my favorite character on my favorite Star Trek show I made that up and I don't remember my dreams so I was like maybe this is one no it was real (laughs) that's how cool Star Trek is though so I'm very excited and Dan we're gonna we've convinced Dan to come on and do our wrap-up show because he loves the track this will be fun and hopefully we'll get Neil for season two definitely Captain 2. Well, this is fun. Thank you for this, and thank I'm excited. You. Thank you for, for saying Fringe. I I, yes. I am a better person now for having watched Fringe.
1: Well, I think it's only right that we, we sort of wrap up by saying, you know, thank you for this stolen time. You're my favorite thing.
0: Aww.